the number one nursing program in the nation at the University of Mary. The University of Mary is ranked number one out of more than 2,000 nursing programs nationwide. 100% of our graduates pass their certification on the first try. And University of Mary scholarships give you your senior year free. Choose the best nursing program in the nation, University of Mary. Check us out at umary.edu slash nurses. If you're having a difficult day or need some support, log on to yourcatholicradiostation.com and click on prayer requests. From here, we invite you to send us your prayer needs so we can pray specifically for those intentions. And if you have time, scroll down on the homepage to personally pray for the needs of other members of the RPR family. Visit yourcatholicradiostation.com and click on prayer requests. You can also send intentions to us from the main screen of our app. We're blessed to be able to join you in prayer. Real Presence Radio wants to honor our fathers. As Catholics, we see our priests as spiritual fathers. We have so many great priests in our listening area who model and guide us to a closer relationship with our Heavenly Father. Each week on Real Presence Live, we will honor our spiritual fathers with a dozen donuts donated by a local business to share with their staff. And of course, a good father would want to share. Let us know who you would like to honor, and each week we will draw a name to share stories of great spiritual fathers. Visit yourcatholicradiostation.com to honor your father today. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Good morning. Welcome to Real Presence Live. My name is Paul Braun, Director of Communications for the Diocese of Fargo with my wonderful co-host, Janine Bitson. And uh, we are here with my boss, <laughs> Bishop John Folda of the Diocese of Fargo. And Bishop, we certainly appreciate you being here with us this morning. Thank you. It's great to be with you this morning. Now, we'd like to talk a little bit about the beauty of seminary formation, how this is made possible through events like this golf tournament that we're having here at Rose Creek in Fargo. Uh, first thing, Bishop, where do the seminarians go for formation? Well, our seminarians for the Diocese of Lincoln go several, or Diocese of Fargo, excuse me. I was just in Lincoln last week. <laughs> uh, they go several places. We have men at Mount St. Mary Seminary in Maryland, and we have others at St. Paul Seminary um, in St. Paul, Minneapolis. Those are our uh, theology, our graduate seminarians for the most part. And then our undergraduate seminarians right now are going to St. Gregory the Great Seminary in Nebraska. Oh, that's fantastic. And you're very familiar familiar with St. Gregory the Great. I am. I had the privilege of serving there as rector for 14 years, so I know a little bit about the place. Well, you also know a little bit about formation, obviously. I, a little bit. What's the most <laughs> important thing about uh, seminary formation for well, a young man? Well, I think every young man needs to have a strong spiritual life so that they can peacefully discern what God is calling them to. Um, you know, there's an academic component to it, and... Uh, just it's an undergraduate degree or a graduate degree, but overall of that has to come their spiritual life, their relationship with God. Um, they have to develop a, a daily spirit of prayer, not just daily, but you know, in every moment of the day, spirit of prayer. Uh, and, and again, I use the word relationship, and I think that sustains them as they move through and helps them to arrive at you know a peaceful decision, a p- peaceful understanding, really of whether God is calling to the, to the priesthood. And uh, so that spiritual life is paramount. 
I'd like to reiterate for uh, folks who are just tuning in uh, on Real Presence Radio that we are broadcasting live from the Rose Creek Golf Course in Fargo, North Dakota. It's the Diocesan Putt for a Purpose Golf Tournament today. We're raising money for seminarians and for youth programs, and we're speaking with uh, Bishop John Folda from the uh, Diocese of Fargo, who... You know, you don't play in this tournament, but you sure come out every year. Oh, I enjoy it. I'm not a golfer. I have to confess that. <laughs> Just ask anybody. I, I, I became a, a golfer somewhat because otherwise I might have been a golfing widow, you know. <laughs> and it's like, but my husband is a really good teacher, and his parents love to golf too. So then when we would go visit them in Florida, it was like, I better learn how to golf because I was feeling guilty about <laughs> paying for me to just ride in a cart but it is it is a fantastic game and and you don't have to be good at it to enjoy it and you know there's an etiquette to it and you learn that and you can go out and have fun and, and grow as you go but um talking about seminarians bishop do you get to go and visit the seminarians a lot i i wouldn't say a lot not as much as i'd like but i do get to visit them um now and then during the school year and during the summer most of them are back home in fact i've had uh, a few of them staying at my house for the summer and they have jobs you know they're engaged in different work different activities in fact just this morning i had mass with a whole bunch of them Uh, so that was it was great to have them all together um and and i do try to get to visit them um at the seminaries just to kind of see what they're up to how they're doing uh you can really discern a lot when you see them in their day-to-day activity and uh, I remember that very well from my own time as rector of the seminary Mm -hmm. you know when you're with them day in and day out you really get to know them well and uh, you get to have a sense of where they're at as far as their spiritual life as far as their discernment is concerned what their struggles are what their strengths are so um, that's that was a real blessing for me uh, as a priest a real privilege and it continues to be I still you know, try to be as completely engaged with their formation and their discernment as I can be. And what a blessing for them as well, that you as their shepherd are there and present for them. I mean, that's really incredible. I mean, I know as as a member of the Diocese of Fargo, how often we get to see you out at different events and how what a blessing it is for us as, as <laughs> parishioners of different parishes along the Diocese of Fargo to have your presence too. Well, I appreciate that and I enjoy that. I really love visiting our parishes and, you know, just being around the diocese. I, I'd much rather do that than work in the office. So. <laughs> I can attest to that. <laughs> well, and, Where, and Where's Bishop today? Oh, he's out somewhere. <laughs> and, and, and that's fantastic because going out into the field, going out into the vineyard, yeah. you know, it's just so, so important. Yeah, it is. Oh. It well, is. now, we are raising money today to help not only youth programs, but seminarians. Mm-hmm. That's what this golf tournament is for. It's not cheap to uh, educate a seminarian, is it? No, no. It's it's a very costly uh, enterprise. You know, it's basically a private college education that these men have to receive. And the costs, I can tell you from personal experience, the costs of running a seminary are high. Um, and so the dioceses have to pick that cost up in uh, sending their men, sponsoring their men at those seminaries. And some of them can get loans, but the diocese really does have a pretty big financial stake in it. And that's a big part of our annual budget, to tell you the truth. Um, but it's worth every penny. I, I don't need to bemoan that at all. I, 
I, uh, it's some of the most important money that we spent, to tell you the truth, because uh, this really has so much to do with the future of our diocese, the day-to-day -day life of the church. Mm -hmm. These men who are our seminarians, someday they're going to be the pastors of all of you listeners who are hearing this broadcast. They're going to be celebrating Mass in your parish church and hearing confessions and celebrating weddings and funerals, baptisms for your family. So uh, what we're doing today by supporting the f seminary education and our other youth activities really has a, a very, very direct bearing on the life of our church, our, our diocese. One of your brother priests from the diocese, uh, Father Pfeiffer, was talking earlier, and he was talking about how important it is for seminarians to have family support. Can you uh, dovetail on that? I sure bit? can. I, I always um, appreciate the opportunity to meet the parents and the family members of our seminarians. Um, it is very important for them to have that relationship with their families. You know, it's a big leap of faith for these young guys, and I have to say it's a leap of faith for their families too because it's not the usual calling that most young men receive, and it's kind of an unknown for a lot of these folks. And so um, the more they can sense the the nearness to their family members, the better. And, you know, we try to foster that. The last thing we want to do is um, distance them or separate them in any way from their families. They need to stay connected. And I was so very blessed throughout my seminary formation. You know, I was um, in Philadelphia during most of that time, but I stayed very close to my family. And even now, being up here in Fargo, I remain close to my family. And, uh, that support of families for priests and for seminarians mm -hmm. is is really a, a blessing and, and it's very very important they need to i always tell them they need to remember where they came from they yeah. need to know what their roots are and what their family heritage is all about and build on that you know we're not taking them away from that we're building on the the blessings that they received during their growing up years right and to add on to that you know us as a parish family we really really need to be praying for our seminarians that are representing our parishes as well and extending it that much greater I mean we all need to be praying for seminarians um, and a lot of times they'll have the pictures of the current seminarians hanging on the wall and yep. you know just asking our listeners no matter what diocese you're from did you just make a, a big big effort to pray for them because they have their families and but not all of them do that's true and and so we need to pick up that that part of the of the piece of this because the sacraments that we receive through our priests are just the treasure that God has given us. Yeah. I know that the seminarians who don't have a lot of family members close by many times have expressed to me how much they appreciate the prayers and just the the welcome, the openness, the warmth of people in the parishes who offer so much to them and welcome them into their homes and and just make them feel like part of the family. Um, the seminarians themselves really sense that support from the parishes, and especially their own parishes, where a lot of these guys first kind of sensed the, the calling of God. You mm -hmm. know, it, it happens in their homes. It happens um, in their own parish. It happens sometimes in the workplace or mm -hmm. in the school. But that parish connection is really a blessing. And so, as you said, Janine, the more we 
can encourage our people to pray for the seminarians and the priests too, mm-hmm. uh, the better. Uh, that that solidarity in prayer is really a beautiful thing. Right, right. Well, we just want to thank our listeners uh, for tuning in to Real Presence Live. And I'm Janine Bitson, and my great host, (laughs) (laughs) Paul Braun from the Diocese of Fargo. And we are so blessed to have Bishop John Folda, uh, Bishop of the Diocese of Fargo, join us as well. So we're talking about seminary and education and the Pup for a Purpose uh, golf tournament here at Rose Creek Golf Course in Fargo, North Dakota, and just the importance of encouragement for those that are discerning uh, going into the priesthood, the importance of prayer for those who are actually seminarians in the uh, that are going through seminary education, and of course to continue praying when they become priests for our diocese. I remember growing up, um, fourth grade, fifth grade, a lot of us boys thought, yeah, we want to be priests, you know. We, we uh, grew up in a redemptorist parish, so there were a lot of priests that we were able to uh, uh, interact with. But when does it really start getting serious, Bishop? When do you really start seriously talking to a young man about their discernment? And when should they think about it, maybe? Well, you know, Paul, as you experienced it, a lot of the seeds of that vocation are planted when... Uh, these kids are quite young, but I, I think as with any young person, they start to think about their vocation, their their future life as an adult. Um, during their high school years, it seems to me that that's where a lot of these things start to um, rise to the surface. Certainly in college years, it really varies from from one man to another. And I think that You'll have some guys who have known they want to be priests since they were young boys, and they stick with that all the way through, and they get ordained. And others, like myself, don't think of it until college, or or even after college. You know, we have a few uh, seminarians who are starting this year who have already been in the work world for several years. Mm -hmm. You know, they've got degrees, they've had a career, but they sense that our Lord is calling them to a different life, and, and that life perhaps is the priesthood. So... You know, we, I, I think the answer to your question is we talk about it at all levels of their um, growth and uh, maturation. And, and even when they're adults, um, there's no time really that the topic is done and over with. I think that you, you start early by planting seeds and you try to support that, uh, the growth of that calling uh, as a young man grows and... Uh, Sometimes it comes earlier than others. It really just depends. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and for just to follow up on what you just said, for those that are listening and are discerning, or for those listeners who know of someone who's discerning that call to the seminary, what words of encouragement would you impart unto them? Well, I think if the possibility of a call to the priesthood comes into the mind or heart of a young man, um, it, it's something to be taken very seriously. You know, um, it, it's... Always, I think, a a, a temptation to kind of push it aside. I know I did that for a few years. But on the other hand, um, that calling doesn't come to everybody. And so if it does come, I think it's something that has to be uh, explored. So my encouragement would be to pray on it, to entrust yourself to our Lord, uh, pray for the grace to hear the calling and the courage to say yes to it if it really is uh, a calling from the Lord. I've encouraged men uh, to visit with the priest that they know and trust, somebody that they feel they can talk to about this. I've also encouraged young men to actually visit uh, the seminary and see what that life is is all about because um, I think that a lot of guys really 
don't have a, a, a good understanding of what seminary life is like, and that's not a surprise. It's just a very different life than most of their peers experience. So to actually visit a seminary can be a very valuable thing. I know our vocations director, Father Metzger, takes young men to visit the seminary every year, and they come back, and they're always grateful for the opportunity. Um, it really opens their eyes to what that uh, experience is like for for the young guys who are there, and I think they come to realize oftentimes too that, hey, that's something I could do as well. You know, it's not beyond them. I, I've always said that seminaries are full of very ordinary, normal guys mm -hmm. who just happen to have a calling to the priesthood, or at least they're discerning that calling. Um, and, and so I think that's a very important thing. But prayer and the sacraments, staying close to our Lord in the Eucharist and uh, daily prayer for the grace of discernment, I think is something I would encourage Thank you so much. That was beautiful. Thank you for joining us. You know, on the other side of the break, we are going to be having our 10-minute tour. Good. So, Wonderful. Thank you so much. Stay with us. This yeah. is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering a high level of care. We're pro-life and pro-family, so we respect all human dignity while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from mystic monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer clinical services, including immunizations and individualized medication packaging. Mayo Pharmacy is located at 303 North 4th Street in Bismarck. Our number is 701-223-2424. Hello, I'm Linda Baldwin with the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. We are now open, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday and 9 to 5 on Saturdays. We're located at 3709 South Grange, just west of Costco. We stock Catholic books, artwork, saint medals, rosaries, Bibles, parish supplies, plus mystic monk coffee and gifts for those special occasions like baptisms, first communion, and confirmation. I look forward to your visit to the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. People think A&B is in the copier business, but we're not. We are in the people business. Whether it's coffee and water, managed print services, document management, or our newest editions of promo gear and managed IT services, we've got you covered. At A&B, we're number two because our customers are number one. We can be reached at one 800 477 2425 or online at abbusiness.com. Are you thirsting for God's love, His mercy, His forgiveness? You'll find that and so much more at the Thirst 2019 Eucharistic Conference at the Bismarck Events Center, Friday, October 25th through Sunday the 27th. Guest speakers include Dr. Edward Sree, Deacon Harold Burke-Sivers, Curtis Martin, and Kendra Tierney. Daily Mass, Adoration, and Confessions are available during the conference. Register now online at bismarckdiocese.com slash thirst2019 and download the Thirst app. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. 
We're back with Real Presence Radio. My name is Paul Braun, uh, Director of Communications for the Diocese of Fargo, with my lovely co-host Janine Benson. Thank you so much for uh, being with me, with us here. I, I always love co-hosting with you. Oh, well, thank you, Paul, and I love our listening audience. We're just so grateful that you're all tuning in today, and what a treat. We're on the 10-minute tour now. Here we go. <laughs> on Sunday, September 8th at 10.30 a.m., Deacon Brian's going to tell us what's going on. Yes, Deacon, are you there? Yes, I am. Good morning. Well, let us know what's going on September 8th. On September 8th, we are going to have uh, Old Log Church Blessed that has been restored. For, it's 18, it was built in 1884 by Bishop Paul Serba and by Father Sands from the Black and Indian Mission out of Washington, D.C., and it's going to be done Sunday, September 8th at 10.30 a.m. We are also going to open a time capsule in the cornerstone of the current church and celebrate with a parish picnic catered by B&B Market. And the, this is going uh, to be at St. Oh, sorry, Mr. Deacon, go ahead. Okay, you, you keep going. Oh. Well, I was just going to say, this is going to be at St. Mary and Joseph in Sawyer, Minnesota, yep. correct? Correct. And the way you get there is if you come from the west, you, you go east on Highway 210 all the way till you get to... Sawyer, and then you take a, um, and you would take a left on the, uh, to go down Mission Road, 1225, uh, 1225 is the address, and it's on the left-hand side, about a mile and a half down. Well, and how exciting, you're going to be opening up this Times capsule. It was supposed to be opened up in 1997? Correct. But now it's going to be opened up uh, at this event. At this so. event, and the whole family is coming from Florida, 18 people. So they just called me yesterday and told me they're all coming, flying in. So they want to see what their father did, the contractor of the new current church, put in that time capsule. Nobody knew about it except I started giving tours. And so oh, we that's had a, wonderful. We found this out. We found the bell. We found the uh, baptismal font, which is birch bark, is in there. I looked in the church yesterday, and it's just beautiful. Well, thank you so much, Deacon Brian. This is going to be fantastic. So head to Sawyer, Minnesota. Yes, correct. Well, thank you. Next, we're going to a Catholic family camp in Cohasset, Minnesota. The Diocese of Duluth Office of Marriage and Family Life is sponsoring a Catholic family camp this summer at the beautiful Sugar Lake Lodge in Cohasset, Minnesota from August 25th to September 1st. Enjoy all the lodge has to offer, as well as daily mass, adoration times, and confession. For more information on the recreational activities, food, and lodging offerings, go to SugarLakeLodge.com, all the lodge, or call the lodge at 218-203-8919 to register. Next, we're going to head off to right here, Fargo, North Dakota. Project Rachel offers a post-abortion support group for women who have begun their healing journey either through the sacrament of confession or a Rachel's Vineyard retreat. The group meets the fourth Monday of every month at a designated location in the Fargo area, and these monthly gatherings consist of a half-hour meditation before the Blessed Sacrament, followed by a time for sharing. So confidential registration is required for this event, and if you want to register and learn more about the location, learn more about the program, call 844 844- 789-4829. That number again is 844-789-4829 for the post-abortion care group 
for Women, Project Rachel, here in the Fargo of Moorhead area. And, and that's so important. Any of our listeners hearing about this event, please encourage that loved one to be part of it. Or if you yourself are in need of this healing and this post-abortive support group for women, please don't hesitate to call this confidential number. Uh, you can register and heal in this brokenness, and God has mercy that is bigger than anyone can imagine. And that number again, 844-789-4829. Next we have, uh, we're going to go to Dr. Deb Savage at the University of St. Thomas. Are you there, Deb? I am. This is Dr. Oh, Deborah fan- Savage. Yep. Hi. Thank you so much for joining us. Can you yeah. tell us about your symposium? Yes, every summer the Siena Symposium has a workshop in August to celebrate or mark the Feast of the Assumption. And this year our workshop is on the gift of masculinity in the home, the world, and the church. And so it's, um, we're really looking forward to that day. We have a wonderful group of speakers, including Bishop Cousins, Bishop Andrew Cousins. Dale Alquist will speak about Chesterton men and fathers. And I'm going to give a talk on the masculine genius and, um, we will have Father Mark Moriarty from St. Agnes speaking about the gift of masculinity in the priesthood. And then um, Vincent Vernazzo from the Archdiocese will speak about um, uh, living the faith in this world. He's a millennial and will speak about uh, pursuing heroic virtue. So the, it'll be a wonderful day. Men need to be celebrated, especially right now. And the date is August 17th, uh, 2019. It starts at 9 a.m., will end at 3. Registration begins at 8.30. And it's in McNeely Hall at the University of St. Thomas in St. Paul. You can get more information about this event by Googling Siena Symposium, going to our website, and clicking on the Eventbrite uh, registration page. And it will give you the schedule, the um, directions to the place, parking, all the details you need to sign up. Lunch wow. is provided, refreshments all day. The cost is $25. Well, we hope you. everyone will come, especially men, and that women will bring their husbands, sons, and nephews. And well, Thank everyone. you so much for sharing this wonderful event. Yeah. Well, You're welcome. You have a wonderful day. Thank you. Thank Bye. you. Next, we have the Catholic Charismatic Renewal Retreat in Rochester, Minnesota. You can gather at the Church of St. Pius X in Rochester the weekend of September 6th through the 8th for the Catholic Charismatic Renewal Retreat with Father Eduardo Gomez. The event includes lunch and dinner on Saturday as well as lunch on Sunday. The registration fee is just $40, no charge for religious or clergy who would like to attend. Child care will also be provided at no extra cost. This retreat is sponsored by the Lumen Christi Prayer Group in Rochester, Minnesota. So St. Pius X in Rochester for Catholic Charismatic Group, Paul, isn't that a fantastic event? Beautiful, though, September 6th through the 8th. And uh, yeah, if, if you're interested in that, sign up, really uh, get involved in that. $40 is nothing. Oh, I know. And free child care. And just that life in the spirit, that charismatic gifts that God has given some of us. So. All right. Well, the second annual men's golf and faith retreat 
is coming up Friday, September 6th through Sunday the 8th at Cragen's Resort in Brainerd. If you've never played there, oh my gosh, beautiful place. Join other Catholic men who like to golf for a weekend of faith, fraternity, fun. The theme this year is the Mass, Heaven on Earth. There will be times of prayer, daily Mass, and four conferences given by Father Nicholas Nelson of the Diocese of Duluth, who just happens to be an avid golfer, by the way. It's $330 for the lodging, two rounds of golf, cart, breakfasts, and even dinner on Saturday evening. This is a very popular event and space is limited, so contact Father Nick to register. That phone number is 218-666-5334. Once again, 218-666-5334. And we're going to be talking to Father Nick at the end of this show, so you'll get more information then as well. All right, well, that wraps up today's 10-minute tour. We feature this uh, this little segment every Real Presence Live. If you'd like to have your event featured on the 10-minute tour, please call Brandon. That toll-free number is 877-795-0122. He'd be very happy to feature it on the, on the next program. Well, that's fantastic. I, I, there's always so many wonderful things that are going on in our listening area, and we're just so grateful for Real Presence Radio to get the word out. So coming up next, hear about the beautiful call of one woman to the Carmelites. And later, the outdoors provide a great time to retreat with the Lord. We're going to hear from Father Nick Nelson, who we just talked about, of the Diocese of Duluth. This is Paul Braun with Janine Bitson. Stay tuned for more on Real Presence Live. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Radio wants to honor our fathers. As Catholics, we see our priests as spiritual fathers. We have so many great priests in our listening area who model and guide us to a closer relationship with our Heavenly Father. Each week on Real Presence Live, we will honor our spiritual fathers with a dozen donuts donated by a local business to share with their staff. And of course, a good father would want to share. Let us know who you would like to honor. And each week, we will draw a name to share stories of great spiritual fathers. Visit yourcatholicradiostation.com to honor your father today. One very important parish will receive special treatment at the 2020 Built Upon a Rock Fest, including catered lunch on the concert day, meet and greet with the bands, and a special preview performance. Built Upon a Rock Fest is grateful for parish support and wants to give back. All sponsoring parishes will be entered into a drawing, and the VIP will be drawn on stage at the concert on September 14th. For details, check out builtuponarockfest.com. Builtuponarockfest.com. Choose the number one nursing program in the nation at the University of Mary. The University of Mary is ranked number one out of more than 2,000 nursing programs nationwide. 100% of our graduates pass their certification on the first try. And University of Mary scholarships give you your senior year free. Choose the best nursing program in the nation, University of Mary. Check us out at umary.edu slash nurses. People think A and B is in the copier business, but we're not. We are in the people business. Whether it's coffee and water, managed print services, document management, or our newest editions of promo gear and managed IT services, we've got you covered. At A and B, we're number two because our customers are number one. We can be reached at one 800 
877-247-2425 or online at abbusiness.com. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Wow, welcome back to Real Presence Live. And my name is Janine Bitson and my co-host Paul Braun joining me today. Good morning. How are you? Oh, it's been a fantastic morning, Paul. It's we been have just fun. Fantastic guests uh, to have Bishop Fold is always such a treat. What a blessing. And things are clearing up here at Rose Creek Golf Course in Fargo, where we're going to have the Putt for a Purpose Golf Tournament to uh, help the diocesan efforts for seminarians and youth in the Fargo Diocese. Yeah, yeah, the sun is starting to poke through the clouds, and uh, registration is happening at 11 a.m., so pretty soon it's going to be hopping around here. But uh, we are so excited. Our next guest... Um, is going to tell us more about the Carmelites of the Carmel of Mary in Wapiton, North Dakota. Good morning, Mother. Thank you for joining us. Well, thank you for having me. This is an honor and a pleasure to be here. Oh, it's such an honor and blessing for us as well. So we would like to have you just tell us a little bit about your background, yourself, you know, where you're from, and a little bit about your family as well. Yes, I am from San Antonio, Texas, and I came here to Carmel of Mary 30 years ago, and um, I loved it here ever since, and this is the only place I'd rather be in, in the whole, whole entire world. Oh, well, the Dakotas do offer a lot of beautiful, beautiful sunsets, that's for sure. They do. They sh- certainly do. But it's for the people, because the people here are just wonderful. They're outstanding and very they loving. Are. Well, and you helped to bring that love as well. So you are with the Carmelites of the Carmel of Mary. Yes. How did you find God calling you to this specific order? Um, well, it goes way back to when I was in the first grade. I can say that I fell madly in love with Jesus Christ at that time. And then by the second grade, I had asked um, the priest in confession if I had a calling to the religious life. And after asking me several questions, he assured me that, yes, God was calling me to the religious life to serve him and to be married to him for the rest of my life. And so then I knew I needed to wait till I was much older. And so when the time came um, in my senior year to answer the call, my parents were not um, for the calling. They wanted me to get married and have children. And so at that time, I went to deep prayer to ask our Lord what he wanted me to do because that was very difficult to go against my parents' wishes. And um, I felt that in prayer, he changed my path a little bit for a short time. And I entered the United States Air Force and I served the Air Force for four years, um, active duty. And I was stationed in England for three years and then one year in Tennessee. And so my third year in the Air Force, my parents asked if I was going to make it a career. And I told them, no, that I enjoyed the Air Force, but that I wanted to do what I have always wanted to do. And my father, with a little bit of hesitation, said, what's that? And I said, I want to become a nun. I want to serve God with all of my heart, soul, mind, and strength. And I can only do that as a cloistered nun. And he says, like, where? And I said, North Dakota. And, well, that was a bit of a shock to him because it was so far away from Texas. But I 
I did it, and I'm here, and I'm so grateful that I answered the call. It's not easy um, for many young people, but I have felt the call since I was very young. So in that sense, it was easy when I did it because it was what I had always wanted to do. And when I entered the enclosure, it was for me just a confirmation. And every day has been such a blessing and a joy. Oh, that's so beautiful. Mother Madonna, this is uh, Paul, and uh, we have something in common. I, too, am a veteran of the United States Air Force. (gasps) Oh, that's wonderful. (laughs) Thank thank you for your service. Oh, yes. Uh, Thank you. Yes, and uh, same thing happened to me. After about five years in the military, it was like, do I want to continue with the military or continue doing what I really wanted to do, and that was broadcasting. Well, oh. since the military made me a broadcaster, yes. I was able to go into it. I did not enter a cloistered community. <laughs> but um, I, I wanted to, uh, We in the New Earth magazine uh, for the Diocese of Fargo, yes. Sister Margaret Mary yes. wrote the sister's perspective, and it's in the current issue right now. Yes. And she talks about her uh her, her call and her uh, formation into becoming a, uh, a Carmelite nun. And uh, I encourage folks to, to look at that article in the uh, July-August New Earth. Have you had a chance to look at it? Oh, yes. I have. And it is so beautiful. And she is such an inspiration to me. She was the one that answered the telephone the morning I called to ask the monastery to send me more information. And it was so funny because I called at six o'clock in the morning and she said should I answer the phone or not way back in 1988 and sure enough she did and then everything is history after that oh yeah. that's so that's so beautiful yeah. can can you tell us mother banana can you tell us some some of the fruits you have found in living the cloistered life oh the value and faith of prayer And all the people that we can pray for, we can reach the ends of the earth. We can reach people that don't even know we're praying for them. And the best part of it is that those fruits aren't going to be seen until we get to heaven. And so we are really living a life of faith. Because people call up and ask us for prayers, and sometimes we never hear from them again. But we continue to pray for them and all their intentions. And you know, the way the world's going, people need somewhere where they can call and just share a little bit about what they're struggling with. You right, know, and we're, right. always, we're always there for them 24-7. You know, and it's like we're all pilgrims, you know, on earth. So, you know, yeah. You, that, that's so beautiful that you said that because, you know, there's just such a lack of confidentiality or the ability to just... You know, lean on someone without yes. worrying about how it is just <laughs> mass, massively communicated throughout the world. Right. And so here you're giving that opportunity for someone to share, you know, what is troubling them or what their needs are. And they ca- it can be received in this unconditional, loving, prayerful, confidential way. Yes, yes. Well, we'd like to thank everyone for tuning in to Real Presence Radio. Uh, right now we have... Mother Madonna of the Carmelites of the Carmel of Mary in Wahpeton, North Dakota, who is joining us. Um, uh, Mother Madonna, there's a pilgrimage coming up yes. on August 11th. Can yes. you talk a little bit about uh, this event, what it's all about, and, uh, and, and why you hold it? Oh, yes. Well, there's a little bit of a history that goes back to it. The sisters came in 1954 
from a monastery in Pennsylvania. So when they were asked to come to Wapaton, it was Cardinal Minch and Bishop Dvorak who invited them. And one of the things is that they wanted a monastery dedicated to Our Lady, and also they wanted to have a little shrine, and they wanted a statue of Our Blessed Mother in front of the monastery where pilgrims can come once a year. And that would be on August 15th, and it's Our Lady of the Prairies, in order to give her thanks for the harvest. Because, you know, this whole area is one of um, fruits of the earth. And it's filled with many farmers, and we all know how important the farming season is. So if people wanted to find out more about the pilgrimage, where can they go? Where can they learn more about it? Well, at this, at this point in time, it would be best to call up the monastery and ask any questions that you might have about it. And the telephone number is 701-643-2360. Well, that's wonderful, Mother Mary, or I'm sorry, Mother Madonna. We are so, so grateful for you joining us this morning. Uh, thank you for sharing your beautiful story with us and, and also this fantastic event that's coming up at the Shrine of Our Lady of the Prairies. So coming up next, get hooked on fun things God has in store for you. Stay tuned to Real Presence Live. This is Janine Bitson and my co-host Paul Braun will be right back on the other side of the break. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. The only things hotter than the summer heat are the rates to run radio spots on the RPR network. That's not all. The signal of Real Presence Radio reaches an audience of over 2.1 million people across North Dakota, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. Hi, this is Brett Byler, Area Account Executive with Real Presence Radio, and I want to help you grow your business in front of a very faithful customer base. Don't wait. Call me, Brett Byler, at 605-670-8333. Are you thirsting for God's love, His mercy, His forgiveness? You'll find that and so much more at the Thirst 2019 Eucharistic Conference at the Bismarck Events Center, Friday, October 25th through Sunday the 27th. Guest speakers include Dr. Edward Sree, Deacon Harold Burke-Sivers, Curtis Martin, and Kendra Tierney. Daily Mass, Adoration, and Confessions are available during the conference. Register now online at bismarckdiocese.com slash thirst2019 and download the Thirst app. Taking what you experience on Sunday in church and applying it during the week at work can be a challenge. This year's Faith and Business Conference is for business owners, managers, and those that seek to integrate their faith into the workplace. This year's conference features world-renowned speakers that will help you take faith principles and turn them into business practices. Learn how to take your Sunday into Monday on Thursday, August 8th at the Ramcota Hotel in Sioux Falls from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. For more information and tickets, go to faithinbusinessconference.com. This is Real Presence Live, where the devil is dumb, Christ is king, and the Catholic faith is taking the place of secular living as the lifestyle of choice. Welcome back to Real 
Presence Live. We are broadcasting live from the Rose Creek Golf Course here in beautiful Fargo, North Dakota. And it's a gorgeous golf course if you've never been here. We're here for the Putt for a Purpose golf tournament that the Diocese of Fargo is putting on to raise money for seminarians and youth programs. We've had a wonderful program this morning. I'm with Janine Bitson, my co-host, and uh, we've talked to some really terrific people today. And we've talked about all sorts of subjects, but now we're going to talk one near and dear to my heart. We're going to talk a little leisure activities in golf right now. Um, can we include fishing? Absolutely. Can can we encounter the Lord through leisurely activities like golfing, like fishing? We uh, mentioned Father Nick Nelson of the Diocese of Duluth a little while back in our 10-minute tour. He thinks so, and he's sharing now uh, why, as he previews an upcoming retreat that he's leading for men that features both prayer and rounds of golf. Father Nelson, welcome to Real Presence Radio. Uh, thank you, Paul and Janine. I'm most uh, honored and, and pleased to be with you this morning. Well, we really appreciate you taking the time to be with us. Um, like to talk about encountering God in the beauty of recreation. How do you find God through leisure? And when you're out golfing or just spending time outdoors, how can you find Him? Yeah, um, it's a great question. And when I was thinking about coming on this morning, I was immediately reminded of... Um, Joseph Pieper's famous book, uh, Leisure, The Basis of Culture. I don't know if anyone knows much about Joseph Pieper, but uh, a German philosopher, and he wrote in 1948 basically basically about the importance of leisure, especially uh, in a world that has become kind of very workaholic, if you will. And he argued that the key to the moral and spiritual crisis of modern society is the refusal to receive the spiritual gift, you know, to receive what God has has given to us. And so leisure is an attitude of mind and a condition of the soul that allows us, gives us the capacity to really receive from God and from the world what, what He wants to offer us. And so it's, it's in that attitude which we can experience through golfing, through fishing, through a walk outside, um, this openness to, to God, our Creator, and what He truly wants to give us. But Father Dick, is, is there an important aspect of remembering that the Lord rested on the seventh day? Earlier we talked with Father Neil Pfeiffer from Napoleon, North Dakota, about activities and, and uh, families. Uh, you know, Do they have a, a conflict in, uh, when they have their kids' activities on Sundays and so forth? Um, in terms of remembering what we need to take time for leisure and rest, what about that uh, seventh day, the day the Lord rested? Yeah, I think that that's very important, is that um, that we, as Christ says, you know, we weren't made for the Sabbath, but the Sabbath for man. And um, in a sense, everything leads up to that seventh day. The seventh day is the culmination of, of God's creation. And oftentimes we see... Um, first of all, we segregate the week from the weekend, and that's more of a modern-day thing, where the more Christian you know, way of viewing the week is six days, and then you have the Lord's Day. So uh, the Lord's Day is, is separate from the other six days, instead of the work week and then the, the work end, or the weekend. And instead of um, seeing the weekend as a time, okay, we refresh, we... Um, gain, you know, more energy so that we can go back to work and work harder. No, no, that's not the way at all, but that um, everything should lead up to the Lord's Day. 
to lead up to that that worship of God, to that spending that time with our family, um, to be recreated. You know, that's what recreation means: be recreated um, in God, and to recognize our true identity and our purpose that uh, He made us for. Mm-hmm. And it's so much. It's just so important to have that recreation time together as a family, uh, as a family of God. Uh, and your domestic church in your home as a family it's just very very vital to have that time and uh, sometimes when we get involved in too many activities that are you know our kids playing a sport on Sunday you know you're not having that time as a family per se and that's what's so so important if we can really focus on our Sundays with the Lord but then as a family of, of God yeah, and yes. it, it's very relevant what you say to me. I grew up, I'm the oldest of six kids. Uh, I grew up playing soccer and hockey. All my siblings played soccer and hockey, and uh, we traveled quite a bit on the weekend uh, to, to sports. And, um, during the week, we were busy. Uh, but one thing I know we always did, first thing we did when we got to a hotel, we, we would figure out where the local church is, Catholic Church. And, Depending on, you know, whether we made it to the third place game or the championship game, you know, we'd find a mass to get to. But then as well, that, that Sunday evening dinner, you know, that was a non-negotiable. You know, we didn't always get to eat together during the week, but we had that one meal on Sunday we knew uh, we all had to be there for. You know, we'd grill something. My dad used to like salmon. My other kids would have brats and, and hamburgers, whatever. But, but that's, yeah, that's, that's what we're talking about here. Um, this, this way to be recreated with, ourselves and God, but also um, together as a family, which is, is so important. I'm not sure you're familiar with the television show Blue Bloods, but you sound like the Reagan family. <laughs> they have yeah. to get together no, every Sunday. There's no negotiation. Yeah. <laughs> we need yeah. more of that I, um, in our life, in society these no, yeah, days. Exactly, <laughs> having that, that that dinner together. And I would just add as well, you know, the um, kind of the three things that you know Joseph people talks about leisure, and it, it relates to you know our family life. Is uh, leisure? There's a stillness, you know. It's a form of stillness that's necessary for us to uh, prepare to receive what God wants for us. You know, we have to have that stillness, that silence, that uh, lack of activity um, sometimes. Um, that great uh, Cardinal uh, um, Robert Sarah from Guinea, uh, head of the Congregation for um, the Sacraments and Divine Worship, he wrote that book on silence, how important that is for us to, to hear God and to, to uh, connect with Him. There's also the, the celebratory nature of, of leisure, that we need to celebrate the end of our work by allowing our inner eye uh, to dwell upon the reality that God has, has given to us, to celebrate who we are and who we are in His image. And finally, non, leisure is non-instrumental. It's not there for a purpose. Again, it's not there to get us better, too, so we can work that following week. Um, but it provides us with a time to look beyond our productive, our a social function and be oriented toward, towards God Himself. So, those those three things and leisure being uh, recreated and recreation is, is, is so important, especially on the Lord's Day. 
I am so grateful that you're sharing this with us, Father Nick. And we just want to thank people for tuning in to Real Presence Live this morning. And my name is Janine Bitson, and my wonderful co-host, uh, Paul Braun, here we're at uh, Rose Creek Golf Course in Fargo, North Dakota, waiting for the Pup for the Purpose, Pup for a Purpose uh, golf tournament for our seminarians and youth programs uh, in the diocese. And we are also so grateful that you're with us, Father Nick, to talk about recreation because golf is one of those recreational activities and uh, for most of us I mean it can be frustrating too but it is very recreational <laughs> and uh, and for myself I would rather be out fishing because even if I don't catch anything I don't get frustrated just sitting on the water in a boat floating is Correct. fantastic for me uh, that's my my beautiful silence in fact, I did that yesterday with my son out on a kayak fishing Wonderful. rods, and we'd talk sometimes, and other times we just we were just being together. You yeah. know, it was just yeah. so beautiful. So you have a men's golf and faith retreat coming up. Can you share with yeah. us a little more about that? Yeah, um, it's going to be Friday, September sixth to Sunday, September eighth, and. Um, the, the idea behind it is there are men who golf and faithful Catholics, I know, men who like to golf. And oftentimes we're, we're, we're isolated from each other, and it's a great way to, to come together and find strength in each other to, to meet other faithful Catholic men. You know, oftentimes maybe the guys we golf with don't necessarily share our faith, and we always feel like um, uh, either good friends and all, but we, we don't have that in common. I don't know about... Uh, YouTube, but whenever I'm traveling or, or anywhere, and you 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 come upon a faithful Catholic, it's like you immediately connect. I mean, obviously, because they're a brother or sister in Christ, and I just want to bring guys together for that. And so uh, we're going to start with evening prayer Friday night. Uh, Saturday morning, we'll have mass and morning prayer, and I'll give a conference um, on the mass. And the theme this year is the Mass, Heaven on Earth, and we'll talk about also the sacrificial nature of the Mass. We'll talk about different parts of the Mass, understanding the Mass. Uh, I think it's just so important that we truly understand what the Mass is about. Uh, oftentimes people will say, hey, I don't go to Mass because I don't get anything out of it. And I think the, the best response is, well, you're not really supposed to get anything out of it. It's about you giving yourself to God. But in His graciousness, He's so good that even though it's about Him, worshiping Him, He does uh, bestow great blessings on us in so many ways. So those will be the conferences. We'll have uh, we'll play a round of 18 holes on Saturday and Sunday. Um, Saturday evening, again, we'll have um, another conference evening prayer. Sunday morning, we'll have mass morning for another conference. And then, like I said, we'll, we'll play another 18 holes on Sunday. So total of 36 holes. Uh, this is at Cragen's down in uh, the Brainerd area. That's a nice great, course. Uh, little mm -hmm. area, yes. And there's a little chapel right there, St. Thomas of the Pines, that we can use for a mass and, and a coffee. So I always prefer that rather than, you know, a hotel room or something. That That is just, uh, what an event. I know my my husband absolutely loves Cragen's Resort. Uh, oh, okay, he and okay. his brothers and dad would go there uh, for their, their guy retreat. <laughs> but this is yeah. even better <laughs> yeah. than that. Uh, so is this available to every, anyone, any man throughout our listening yeah. area? Any man, you know, if uh, someone's listening through the Internet from Arizona or, you know, Canada, you're welcome to. But, yeah, anyone. And, um to get in touch and want to be a part of this, they can either uh, um, call me at 218-666-5334, uh, 
um, or email me at fr.nicholas.nelson at DuluthCatholic.org. Or maybe the easiest thing is uh, we have information on our parish website at stmmhc.com. That's, wow. That is stmmhc.com. stmmhc.com. But yeah, all are welcome, and uh, it was a great hit last year, and I'm looking forward to, to doing it again this year. Well, it sounds fantastic. Uh, it's your second annual Men's Golf and Faith Retreat, yeah. Friday, September 6th through Sunday, September 8th at Cragen's Resort in Brainerd, Minnesota. You know, for our listening area, whether you're in the Fargo Diocese or the Crookston Diocese, Duluth Diocese, even Winona, uh, the Winona-Rochester yeah, sure. Diocese, it's it's not a bad drive yeah. at all to get to Cragen's, just north no. of St. Cloud in, in the town of Brainerd. So a beautiful area. Wow. Well, good luck with your event. I hope that you fill every every spot available. Uh, and, and I also hope you fill some souls. Yes. I think what a yeah. wonderful Amen. opportunity. Yeah. Thank you, Paul, and thank you, Janine. I truly appreciate it. Well, thank you so much for joining us this morning, Father Nick, and uh, we look forward to, to having that be... Um, put on our Facebook page and and uh, people please uh, listening um, maybe a good gift for your husband or your father uh, for this men's retreat you could give him a fantastic birthday present I know it's hard for yeah sometimes fathers especially to take four hours away to, from their family but uh, to, to put it you know attached with the retreat I think it's a little more convincing <laughs> to yeah. be able to do something like that yep well, thank you so much for joining us. You have a wonderful, wonderful day. Okay, thank you, Janine and Paul. God bless you. Thank God you, Father. God bless you, too. Thank you. Well, now we are going to be going to Aaron, and he's going to preview the next show on Real Presence Live. Absolutely. This is going to be an amazing show. We actually have a special time for a special broadcast. We're going to be coming to you live from 8 to 11 8 to 11 Central at the Supreme Casey Convention in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Father Ryan Moravitz and Father Randall Kazel will be your hosts, and we'll have Bishops John Lavore, Bishop Paul Serba, and Bishop John Quinn in the first hour. Amazing. We'll be talking about the good things going on with the Knights of Columbus. We'll also have Peter Sonsky live from the convention to talk about what's going to happen and what people can expect at the convention. We'll have Fathers Moravitz and Kazel in for Straight Talk. Dana Catherine will be giving us a little preview of her Built Upon a Rock Fest appearance. We'll also have David D. Maria, Brian Peterson, David Gedke. They'll all be talking about the good things happening with the Knights of Columbus. It's just going to be an awesome show. We look forward to it 8 to 11 a.m. Central. All this here on Real Presence Live. Back to you guys. Well, thank you so much, Aaron. Wow, Paul, we've had quite a show today. Lots of things that we covered today. Um, I'm really looking forward to this tournament. Uh, this is one of my favorite weeks out of the year. We not only have this tournament, but then I take part in the Knights Columbus tournament on Friday in Carrington. And uh, this is just a great time uh, for golf and for catching up with friends and but this is really for a great cause, isn't right, it? We're, it is. we're raising money today in the Fargo Diocese for our youth programs, and we're raising money for seminary and formation and their education. Like Bishop Folda talked about earlier, it takes a lot of money 
to uh, to uh, put these guys through basically a private college education, and uh, this is something that uh, the diocese does to to help bring awareness. Because you have a lot of fun out here, you bring a lot of people, but you also raise awareness of the fact that we need to raise money for these funds. And so. we just want to thank our listeners for tuning in this morning. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Goodbye. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast anytime of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.